Welcome. It's time to remap your mind. If you are ready for some mind remapping, deep food for thought, metaphysical, spiritual vitamins for your soul, you are most definitely in the right place. This podcast is all about empowering our community to go deeper, touching topics that most people may not think to think about with everyday real heroes who are trying to make a difference in our world. I am your host, Dr. Maisha Claiborne, Master NLP and Hypnosis Practitioner and Trainer, Author, Speaker and Coach, and Founder of the Mind Remapping Nation. I am here to motivate, empower, and inspire you to be powerfully in the driver's seat of your mind and think outside the box so you can have the deepest experience of joy, success, freedom, and peace of mind in all areas of your life. Now let's get to the good stuff. But before we do, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can stay in the know every time we release another Mind Remapping Meal for you. Okay, y'all, let's get meta. All right, y'all, it's time to remap your mind and create a life you design. And today I am super excited to have a very special guest who happens to also be a friend, um, Linus Wood Mullins. We have known each other for years. In fact, back when I had a little radio show uh, called The Wellness Dialogues, Linus was a multiple time guest. And so I, it was no brainer for me to ask her to come on to talk about remapping our minds, vibing, living in midlife, she is the, the owner of the company Praise Works Health and Wellness. And I am just so excited, Linus, that you have decided to come on and grace us with conversation. How are you today? Okay, here I go. Now, can you hear me okay? I can hear you okay. okay. All right. Sorry Welcome that. to I the show. Thank you so much. I was just, I was actually saying it's wonderful to be here. And I have to chuckle to myself when you were talking to your son in the background because I still can't believe that you have a son because when I met you uh, that was not the case uh, and uh, it's been quite a few years in fact I think I met you shortly after I started my company I've been now doing this for 12 years and uh, you're right you were on my show I was on your show so it's wonderful to come back and to see how you have progressed and moved into an area that is so important when it comes to people ultimately being well in their mind, body, and spirit, because part of that is definitely being able to change their mindset. So it's great to be able to talk about that and talk about my favorite subject, which is uh, learning how to vibe in midlife. Yes. Well, you know, it's so funny when you said that, you know, when we met, that wasn't the case. I was like, oh man, that's so true. I think we met even before I was pregnant with my son. Way before, <laughs> so, way before. Yes. Yes, and then you were single, you, you were so single you, and free. I was single and free. <laughs> and so you've seen me through so many spaces. And it's just, it's amazing to be able to have that kind of community, have those kind of people, those friends, those, you know, colleagues, fellow coaches, fellow healers in our lives that see us through these many spaces and to see each other thrive and it all does come from that mindset though right like we have to we have to empower each other inside a community and empower what we're doing at any given 
part in any in any given place in our lives. And and what I appreciate about what you have done over time is you have always been a, a source of inspiration and you've always been a source of empowerment. I just appreciate you keeping in touch all these years. And so, you know, I really want the the listeners to get a sense of you know who you are and how you have come to build vibe uh, in in living in midlife. Like how have you come to build the Vibe series and Praise Works Health and Wellness? Well, you know, it's interesting because um, it really did require a massive mindset change. Um, About 12 years ago, I was in corporate America and doing very, very well. Um, I was in charge of recruitment for uh, an HMO uh, in charge of all their nurse recruitment and uh, was climbing up the corporate ladder and was working on a regional level and doing quite well, at least on the surface. But what I didn't know was that feeling that I had every morning of uh, feeling like I was going straight downhill in a roller coaster with no restraints. That feeling that I had every morning was actually an anxiety disorder. And because I hadn't dealt with it and I just kind of excused it and drank some coffee for it to go away, um, I finally hit a point where I had pushed it so far back so many times in my emotional closet that one morning there was just no more room for me to push it back. And it just all came out. I started crying. I couldn't stop. My family didn't know what was wrong with me. They rushed me to emergency, which was kind of embarrassing because it was at the hospital where my offices were. And, um, you know, uh, they did some tests and I talked to a psychologist and Finally, the administrator of the hospital and um, a couple of the docs, we we had like an intervention with me and said, Linus, you need to take some time off. You are exhausted Mm. and we are concerned about your health because what we saw this morning, we've never seen before. So I did that. I took uh, a week off and went to a respite and didn't have anything with me but my journal and whatever books they had at this respite, which were minimal. One of the books they had was a book by Melanie Battle. And I started reading her daily devotions. And one thing she talked about was, you know, setting time aside for yourself and connecting with yourself each day. So for the seven days that I was there, I did that. And so by the time I left, I knew. One thing that I knew was that I needed more time. And that began the beginning of the changing of my mindset. I began to take the time to do what was necessary to dig deep and figure out what the heck was going on with me. Well, through going through therapy, um, I did find out that I was um, suffering from an anxiety disorder that was caused by post-traumatic stress. And it's interesting because post-traumatic stress, people think that it has to be something that's happened to you, like some kind of abuse or some kind of violence, but it's not, it's a result of trauma. And you'd be surprised, all of us have experienced trauma. Some of us, some of us respond differently to us, to it, but guaranteed your responses to certain things, you're wondering where that comes from, could be from some underlying trauma that you thought was not that big of a deal. My trauma was a big deal. It was based upon how I found out that my mother um, had been killed in an auto accident. Uh, She was Mm -hmm. hit by a fire truck on her way to work. And um, Mm -hmm. I had just seen her that morning and I got a call from my dad because I had gone into my office to show off my new baby. She was six weeks old. And this was before cell phones and everything. My dad called me at the office because he knew I was gonna stop by there. And he said, you need to go back home and wait to hear, you know, because your mom's been in an accident. So I said, okay. So I'm waiting to hear and I'm feeling very nervous because I, could, I felt something was not right. 
So I wanted to call my girlfriend, someone to come stay with me. And I didn't have my Franklin planner back then. You had a Franklin planner. I left it at my office. So I called my mother's office because I knew that she had um, a Rolodex, you know, back then Rolodex, this is 1989, that she had a Rolodex of all my best friend's numbers. So I called her secretary, her secretary picks up the phone and she says, oh, Linus, oh, we're so heartbroken. We loved your mother, you know, and all I could hear was loved, ED, past tense. Mm. And I said, mm. uh, you mean she's dead? And she said, oh, you didn't know. I mean, and that's how I found out. And that very mm. second was when I decided that I was going to, you know, subconsciously decided control the outcome, no matter what, control everything. Mm -hmm. There would be no more surprises ever, ever, ever. So fast forward 25 years later of that, I had developed an anxiety disorder. And in that year that I took off, um, I took a whole year off sabbatical since I worked in the medical industry, I was lucky to take a year off and still get paid. <laughs> I took that yeah. year off and did some digging on really um, getting well. And as I was looking on getting well, they wanted to put me on prescription drugs for anxiety. And I took that for about three months. And then I decided when I ran out of it and I was like freaked out about, you know, getting it, the uh, prescription refilled. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to get off of this stuff because I don't like the idea of my being freaked out because I don't have this medication. There's got to be a way that I can heal naturally or holistically. And at that time, holistic wasn't even my vocabulary. But that began my uh, second step towards the changing of the mindset. I walked away from that job because I knew I needed to change. And when it was time for me to uh, go back, I decided not to go back and to begin to heal myself holistically. And as I began to learn more about mind, body, spirit, wellness, and how taking a holistic approach to your health is the best way to do it, the best way to stay healthy. That's when I decided that I wanted to learn more about that. And I, you know, went back to school and fast forward now, 12 years later, I specialize in working with women over 40 um, to help them to be well in their mind, body, and spirit by educating them and working with them using holistic practices, fitness, nutrition, and spiritual renewal. And so my life changed hugely by making a really big mindset change. I went from corporate America and human resources director to uh, you know, working from home exclusively online for 12 years, helping women all over the world, hundreds, thousands of women to be well in their mind, body, and spirit. But it did require that first change of a mindset. You know, that's, you know, your story is just so um, amazing. And, 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 and I think what's amazing about it is you experienced an enormous trauma and that yes. triggered something in your unconscious mind, that it triggered a conversation. Like you said, I'm, not, I'm, I'm never going to be surprised again. Right. Yes. And, you know, I'm going to have control over everything. And, and so it had to take something to like to, to then come to shift yourself and, and, and to, to actually even reach out for support and have support. What did it like, what did that take for you to be able to have that shift from, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to be in control of everything besides the, you know, of course the anxiety and it, what was the decision? What, it, what was the decision that you made in order to make that shift internally? What really helped me to make that shift internally is when I had what I guess some would call a, that breakdown. I woke up one morning 
And I, you know, I told you my emotional closet, I couldn't put anything back in that closet. And I was crying. And I couldn't stop crying. And they took me to emergency. And that's when they sent me to that respite. And I finally didn't have any distractions. And I had to confront myself. I had to Mm. confront myself. And and, and also while I was there, I talked to therapist I talk to counselors and I also talk to the other residents one of the things I one of the things that I definitely decided while I was talking to the other residents I wasn't quite as crazy as everybody else that was there they had some <laughs> real issues they had some real issues but I knew that if I could let this continue in the vein that I was I would be right where they were and I didn't want to be there and the interesting thing also was this all happened when I was 51 years old at a time where I probably was planning on retiring at around 61, 60, 61. So I wasn't on the downside of my career, but I was definitely at a point in my career where I might've wanted to climb the corporate letter, maybe a couple more notches, maybe, and then that was it. And I realized that I didn't want to do what it was going to take to do that because it was um, anxiety causing and extremely stressful being the only black female. You know what it's like being a black female in the medical field. I was on the administrative side but it was very high profile. I was working with docs. You know what that's like. You know, I'm not anti-doc, but you know what that's like, okay? (laughs) Working with docs Mm -hmm. and you're not a doc. I don't care how many certifications and my MBA and everything else I had behind my name, I wasn't a doc. But yet and still, Mm -hmm. I was in charge of their hiring decisions and everything else. So it was constantly fighting back the imposter syndrome, constantly fighting Mm -hmm. back that stress level and my anxiety, which after a while, would get so bad that um, I would wake up in the morning with that feeling, I would drink that cup of coffee, and then that feeling would go away. But eventually, I was working with that feeling all day long, and it wouldn't go away until the sun went down. Because in my mindset, it's like, okay, the sun is down, business has stopped, banks have closed, operations have stopped, and I don't have to feel anxious. But the next morning, as soon as the sun was up there, I was right back again. And I just decided I didn't want to live my life like that anymore. And I took the opportunity of, you know, taking that time off to really figure out what the cause was. And then once I, and and in finding out what the cause was, I found a new passion. And that was helping women over 40 never experience what I experienced, or at least giving them the information on how to fortify themselves holistically so that they don't, won't go through some of the same things that I went through. Um, taking care of yourself with a mind, body, spirit approach uh, goes a long way towards dealing with some preventative, preventative measures in terms of chronic disease, obesity, um, hormonal imbalances, uh, so many issues that you can preventatively look out for if you're approaching things by taking care of your mind, your body, and your spirit. And that's what I did for myself. It took me a while. The interesting thing was that as I was um, researching on my business and beginning to build my business, you know, (laughs) arduously block by block, I was beginning to cure myself as well. And it's so funny because I chose a business to be online, I still don't know why I thought I could do something like this online. This was back in 2009, before the demographic that I wanted to appeal to, which was women between the ages of uh, 40 and 54, they weren't even online like that back then. I wasn't online like that back then. In 2008 or 2009, I discovered Facebook and I thought I was like doing something. And my kids were like, mom, 
Facebook's been out there for a while, remember? But you know what? <laughs> the thing that I think has kept me vibrant, and we're going to talk about that in a minute, the whole vibe thing, is that I'm, I was constantly learning and honing my craft. And now, you know, so many years later, I have over a, almost 200,000 people following me on the internet. And I've have podcasts, webcasts, you know, I have uh, online classes, I've got a very active group on Facebook, I've had, I've really literally have had hundreds of women, women as clients. Uh, but it started first with fixing myself, and then wanting to share what I learned with others, so that they wouldn't go through that same hell that I went through, uh, that basically was the initiator of changing my mindset. Well, you know, it's interesting. There's so many things you said in there. The first, the first is that you had to, you had to confront yourself without distractions. And I think like so many, um, you know, so many of us, especially in this day and age where there are so many distractions, it's easy to hide. It's easy to hide behind the daily distractions of the internet, of TikTok, of social media, of the news, of what's going on in the world, of work, of parenting, you know, it's easy to hide behind those distractions. But as you said, you know, you you, you call it the emotional closet, I call it the emotional trash can. It's like you fill a trash can, you fill a trash can, you fill a trash can, and you never ever empty it. Then what happens is the trash overflows and it begins to sink. And, and affect everyone around you. And so, and, and so like that is the analogy I give a lot of my clients. And, and I always say, it's interesting. I always say either we recognize, you know, and we either we sit down or, or our higher power sits us down. And in your case, you know, and in a lot of cases with, I think as with, um, you know, black women, women of color, it, it sometimes we get pushed up against that wall where we, in some way, form, or fashion, we are forced to sit down, and 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 you know what what I what I love about what you do and what I do is is that prevention. Like before you are forced to sit down, we got to start peeling away those distractions and looking at ourselves and what we need to do to be well. From a mind, from a mental standpoint, like we're talking mental health here, from a mental standpoint, so that we can be well physically, so we can be well in our 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 pat, we can follow our passions and be good at our jobs and be the best parents that we can be. And I and I hear like that's a a lot of what your what you do with your women is you know it starts from it's that mind body spirit integration which you know, of course, I know a lot about too, because that's what we've talked about all of, over the years is you know, the mind, body, spirit. It's what I used to do in my practice. And that's what you do with the ladies that you coach and you, and you train and that take your, your program. So I just, I, that was one of the biggest things I heard is you, without distraction, you had to face mm -hmm. yourself. And yeah. I think that's a thing that we have to begin to do intentionally is to do the deep work intentionally and not be forced into it um, as, as you know, some of us are, myself included, not be forced into that deep work. Yeah, um, mm -hmm, by mm -hmm. circumstance because we're not taking care of ourselves. Yes, I, you know, it's interesting because in midlife in particular, 
uh, what you will find yourself, especially women, but I guess men too, you will find yourself beginning to start doing some introspection on some things because you're aware of your mortality in a different way, perhaps, than you've ever have been before. Because uh, theoretically, yeah. you've lived half your life or you're approaching that halfway mark and you're like, okay, so what's next? Or what am I going to start doing? And as you're doing that intro- introspection, you have a choice. You can continue to live life as you have, kind of as it comes, you know, making plans and, you know, sometimes they work out, sometimes they don't, but not really digging deep. Because here's my philosophy about not digging deep. When you don't dig mm-hmm. deep, when you don't do that inner work, when you don't really connect with whatever it is, whatever baggage you do have, because we all have it, that might be blocking you from really living a life that you love. Uh, when you don't do that, you become what I call part of the walking wounded. Um, you know, mm. you're, you're still, you know, doing things, moving forward, living your life, you know, all that, but you're not really engaged in your life the way that you could be. You've decided just put a bandaid on it and who cares if there's pus coming out and the bandaid's getting all dark and black and ugly and you take right. something else over the wound and it's still pussing and you take some aspirins, take a shot, whatever it is, <laughs> but you're not really dealing with that pussy thing that makes you part of the walking right. wounded. Or you can decide, okay, I'm going to address this scar, this sword, or whatever it is that I have within me that that I know is there, figure out what it is and begin that process of healing. And, you know, it's interesting because the healing, uh, living holistically and all of that is an ongoing process. Um, It really is all about the journey and the tools you learn along the way. Not so much about the destination, because we all know we're gonna end up basically. I mean, it comes to an end eventually, but it's about <laughs> what we learn. You know, I mean, really, it's about what we learn along the way. That's so valuable. And I think yeah. that midlife is that opportunity. I say all the time, midlife doesn't mean no life. It means an opportunity to have the life you really want. You could become the sum total of all your experiences, good and bad, and leverage that to really live a life that you love, a life that you enjoy. Not that you don't have problems or don't have things that happen that are bad, but you're encoding them differently. You have the tools and things to help get you through those points in such a way where you're not hanging on to them. You're moving forward and really claiming, you know, um, the things that you want to do that you're passionate yeah. about. I, I yeah. think that changing your mindset and uh, really opening yourself up to that change for the better really helps you discover what your true passions are and you where know, your passion is, so lies your treasure. Yeah, you know, Linda, you know, I think that what you said about um, midlife not being no life, like the way I see it is midlife is new life. Because, you know, at the beginning, at the beginning of our lives, you know, I say beginning of our lives, like up until our midlife, up until that proverbial midlife, we're, we're like in this whole world space of learning, learning about ourselves, learning, learning how to be parents, learning how to be career people, learning, 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 learning. And we're always going to be learning, yes. But there comes a point in your life where you find yourself like settling. And what I mean by that is in your spirit, like you, like you said, in that contemplation, like, okay, I've, like having achieved something. Wherever that time in, in your life is, you find yourself coming to a point where you're like, okay, now, I, now I'm at this point where I've achieved some things and, I've, and uh, I'm in this, I'm, you know, midway through my life and, and I have time to actually introspect. And so it's a new view to have on midlife. Like midlife can be really new life. I mean, I didn't have my child until I was 39. So like 
quite literally midlife became new life for me because I never wow, had experience yes. being a parent before. And then all of a sudden I'm, you know, about to be 40 and, and have a six month old. Like that's literally new life, <laughs> you know? And it has, it's a whole new experience. Whatever that is for, um, for you all, for another person, whatever constitutes new life, whether it's new passion or new career transition or you know, new marriage, new relationship, that midlife can be, or new divorce. Like let's face it, sometimes it means getting free of something toxic, right? That it's right. all about the way we frame it in our minds. I really love the way you that you you said that. It's just the way we frame it in our our minds. It doesn't any point in our life can be new life, but in this case, as we are talking about midlife, we can frame it as, hey, this is the beginning of something new where you get to create the life that you want, as you said. Absolutely. And I love that, the midlife, new life. It's, it's absolutely right. And for me, you know, it, my journey actually started at 51 and there are my friends, you know, a lot of them were like, are you crazy? You're walking away from a good hefty six-figure salary and, you know, you got a beautiful house and, you know, four fantastic girls, two of your girls are in college right now. And, you know, you got that big old mortgage. Are you crazy? But you know what? Um, I had the support of my husband, but I also knew that um, things would adjust themselves in the way that my creator wanted them to. I trust, I trust my God, I trust the universe to do what is ultimately best for me. And I, and I really did, I really did feel that at this point I was getting ready to take a spiritual journey. And it's amazing when I think about it, Dr. Maisha, it's amazing because I did, I went into this not really knowing anything about what I wanted to do, except for that inner voice, that intuition was so loud, you need to do this, you need to do this. And it's been like that for 12 years. And every time I've acted on that inner voice and gone outside the box, outside my comfort zone and did something that I felt I had the passion for, it has always been successful. And the odds were against me, <laughs> they really were. And you know, after about five years of, of doing what I was doing, uh, I really began to feel, I had created some brands and one of them was the Wellness Woman. And the Wellness Woman brand was for wellness, again, for women over 40. And it focused on the nutrition piece, the fitness piece, um, you know, holistic practice piece. But I felt like after about five or six years, something was missing, that there was a message, something else I wanted to send based upon my own life experience of having done this. Because a lot of people kept asking me, how do you have the energy for this at this time? You know, you're 55, you're 56, and you're still going strong. And you know, so I thought about that for a while. I meditated on that for a while. And on my 60th birthday, because I've been thinking about this for a while, trying to figure out, okay, where do I go next with this whole wellness woman piece? What else do I do? And as I, I always go for walks. And on my 60th birthday, I went on a long, long walk. And um, as I'm walking, I'm thinking, you know, there's something else I'm supposed to be doing, something else I'm supposed to be sharing with women. And they keep asking me about, you know, how do they get more energy? How do they take that happiness approach to life? How do they, you know, get more vibrant? And I said, vibrant, hmm, how do they vibe? How can I help them raise their vibration? And right. all of a sudden I said, vibe. And then I started thinking, I think in terms of acronyms, I said, vibe, what's a good acronym for vibe? And it came to me just like that. Women want to be, or midlife women want to be vibrant. 
They want to really enhance their intuition and learn to listen to that inner voice. And they want to be beautiful. They want to, you know, have that inner beauty start radiating out and they want to emerge into the total woman that, you know, they want to be, they already are, but they know something's missing. They want to vibe. And that's how, that's how that whole thing started with the vibe series. I started with a podcast and I just finished launching a brand new coaching program that is a conglomeration of uh, dealing with our emotions, dealing with our movement and in nutrition and energy healing and wellness. And together that whole program is called the, the vibe series. And it's a group coaching program because I wanted it to be, um, affordable for women. Uh, it um, really, it, it is uh, virtual and mm-hmm. it also, uh, some of it's recorded and some of it's in person and yeah. the results that people are getting are just phenomenal because it gives you an opportunity to attack parts of yourself. And I don't want to say attack, but to maybe dig deeper in parts of yourself yeah. that you know are there, but you just haven't taken the time to do it and you haven't had the support or the encouragement to do it. Yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, I I really do think that we are going to end up having multiple conversations because what you do is so rich um, and and there's all these various levels. And I would love to have a conversation with you in the future about, you know, the mind-body connection and how the unconscious mind impacts the body. Because I think that is something that um, you know, we talked about really today, Bianca, how, how, you know, events of, of the past can, can get stored inside of, of the body, of the psyche and of the body and how that led to, you know, the transformation that you were forced to make out of, you know, out of necessity. And, and, and I think it's important to understand that sometimes that, that impact is not just mental, it's also physical. And I, and I think, you know, that's a lot of what you cover in your vibe series. So um, let's definitely schedule a part two because this is all about mind, body, spirit. And I think that it is very um, necessary for to have these conversations about how the, the, the things that we experience, the impact, the trauma, the, the stressors that we experience, how they then create an unconscious conversation in the neurology, in the nervous system, and cause dysfunction in the cells of our body. So let's 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 put up something on the let's calendar abso- for that conversation. Let's absolutely <laughs> do that. Yeah, let's absolutely yes. do that because it's yes. one of the things that I'm passionate about, and it's what I feel has kept me vibrant at 63. Is you know dealing with those areas of my life that were buried and bringing them to the forefront so that they wouldn't yeah. impact me as a result of obesity or some kind of chronic disease, heart disease, which is a big thing for African-American mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. I'm very blessed that I have none of those things, but I, I think that if I had not made the change back in 51, I probably could have very easily walked into those things because the amount of stress mm-hmm. and the amount of emotional toxicity that I had going on in my life at that time. That's right. That's right. I got it. Well, good. So then, you know, before we end the show, first of all, I do want to thank you. I want to thank you for coming on. You know, you are vibrant. Um, we, we always have vibrant conversations and it is so appropriate that your program is the Vibe Series. And I want you to let people know how they can reach out to you to join your program or to follow you. What are the, and we're going to have all this, you guys, in the show notes, but I want you to just say it so that if anybody's listening and they want to go right now 
to your um, platform? How will they do that? The best way is to get me on Instagram. Go to um, at Vibe Wellness Woman. Vibe Wellness Woman. It's all one word. And then click on the link in my bio. And that will take you to my uh, Vibe Series group on Facebook, my Wellness Woman group on Facebook, my website, and also some of my free giveaways uh, that I always encourage people to sign up for and get um, information on stress reduction, on nutrition, on movement. There's just all kinds of information. So you can live a Vibe life. And I really truly believe in the concept. I believe that at midlife, it really is an opportunity to do some of the things in terms of taking care of you, self-care and taking care of you uh, now is the time to do it. And you can really improve the overall, not just length of your life, but quality of your life. I mean, we can live a long time on pharmaceuticals and surgeries and everything else, but where's the quality? The goal is right. to have a long life where you are still able to play with your grandchildren, your great grandchildren, have a great quality of life. And that's what Vibe Living and Vibe Series is all about. Super cool. And we're going to have all this in the uh, show notes. So, you guys go to the handle at Vibe Wellness Woman, right? Vibe Wellness Woman. Um, Absolutely. The, the in, at the Instagram handle, check out all the links, all the the groups, all of that, and um, and get in touch with Linus. And you know, we're gonna have her on again. Uh, we're gonna schedule another time, and I'm gonna be hanging out with Linus on her show soon enough. I will let y'all know when that happens. It's gonna. I think I'm scheduled for later in uh, February. So later in February. Um, Absolutely. Yes, yes. Yes. So I definitely yep. look forward to these cross conversations. I think cross pollination is so fun and important that we support each other as we always have. So thank you so much once again, Linus, for um, coming on. You guys go check her out. And of course, if you want to learn more about my trainings, how to remap, learn how to remap your mind, you can just go to remap mymind.com and you can learn about all of the NLP hypnosis um, and NLP coach trainings that are coming up. And But in the meantime, you go to Instagram and you go follow at um, Vibe Wellness Woman and go check out one of us. All right. So thank you to our listeners. We know without our listeners, there is no podcast. And we look forward to the next time that we come to remap our minds on the show. Y'all have a great one. Namaste. Thanks for spending time with us on this episode. We hope you enjoyed this one as much as we did. Remember to go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you can be notified every time we release a new episode. Also, this is truly a movement for us. And I'm committed that this message reaches the masses. However, I am clear that it is you, our listeners, who help us to grow. So if you like this podcast, I would love and appreciate if you'd let us know. Leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and then share it with just three of your friends. We want to expand our reach and bring transformation to all of our brothers and sisters out there who are still seeking more freedom, purpose, and peace of mind in their lives. And finally, if you want to learn more about how to join our community, it's simple. Go to www.mindremappingnation.com. And if you're interested in learning more about NLP and hypnosis and how you can learn and train with us, 
consider looking at our upcoming classes. You can read more about that at remapmymind.com or schedule directly if you want more deep work at remapmymind.today. As always, we love and appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on the next one. Namaste.